Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Happy Monday and welcome back to Talk Bookish to Me. Today we're chatting about ideas for making and reaching your New Year's reading resolutions. Plus, we'll share some of our own plans for the new year. This is an exclusive episode where we are sharing behind the scenes of us recording the podcast. So hop on over to our YouTube channels to watch that. The link will be down below. It's crazy to me that it's December. I mean, I feel like this has been both the longest and shortest year ever. Um, but indeed, it is December. And if you're like us, you you might be thinking about your reading goals for next year. I don't necessarily like to think of them as New Year's resolutions, but you know what works for you. Um, but first, let's talk about our current reads. Yeah, so for some reason, every single time we record, I'm literally like, I, I just finished a book and I'm getting ready to start a new one. I'm not like technically currently reading one. Yeah, I just um, finished a book too. Yeah, so I, I think what I'm going to start is He Started It by Samantha Downing because I'm trying to do that like Nick Galley 100% by the end of the year and that's one of those on there. Plus I'm doing a secret TBR vlog for that. Um, so I think I'm going to start with that one, especially because it's from the, the library. Like I got the physical copy from the library. Well, I really hope you like it because I really liked it. I don't know, like I think I probably liked the first one by this author better but this oh. one was really good. I mean, it was like four stars. It was like almost five stars. Like, am I being too picky? Probably. Yeah. The but first one, My Lovely Wife, I rated four. So I'm worried if I, that maybe this one might this be higher. Less. Like, it was really I don't know. Good. But the whole, like, didn't you say it's like an inheritance story? And like, I don't really it like those. It is an and inheritance it's like a road story, trip, but it's not but focused like, on that so much. It is more focused on like the roadship and the family dynamics. And like, it's kind of like a past and present type thing. Like, they took the same road trip when they were younger mm -hmm. that they're taking now. So like, and they're kind of describing what happened like when they were younger. And it seems like something happened, something weird happened and like something weird's happening now. So okay. it's just kind of piece all those things together. I really liked it. You'll have to, I can't wait to hear what you think. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I just finished reading, I actually brought the book since we're doing the video today. Um, nice. I just finished reading The House in the Cerulean Sea um, by TJ Klune. And this one was totally different than I was expecting. It's about this guy named Linus who works as a caseworker in the department in charge of magical youth. Um, and he is sent by this management team on this secret assignment to go to this orphanage right here um, and it's like this orphanage on an island and they have magical children there and he's kind of like overseeing it all and he's given files. So when he gets there, he's like discovering things. Mm -hmm. um, it was really different. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. I gave it five stars, but it was totally different than I was thinking. Like, I don't know what I was expecting going in, I guess, because everybody has been raving about this book and I've just been like, what is it really though? Cause like yeah. on the back, it says 1984 meets the umbrella Academy with a pinch of Douglas Adams thrown in. And like, oddly enough, That's... I hate 1984, but yeah. I love the umbrella Academy. And I'm like, it's kind of that. <laughs> so it's just really weird. Cause there's like this weird society that they live in. There's these magical creature children or adults mm -hmm. or like whatever and he's going to say if this orphanage should stay open if it's safe there for the children and so forth like I don't know it had like middle grade vibes but it like was told from an adult perspective and it had oh, like adult themes and stuff but okay. it was like whimsical and magical and I don't think it's going to be for everybody but like 
I don't know, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> so That's good. Yeah, just finished that one. I had finished the uh, graphic novel of The Giver. Oh, see, and I haven't read that yet, but you know, that's my favorite book of all time. Like, I felt you... like there were pages missing because it just ended. <laughs> like... Oh, well, see, that's the thing. In the book, it does end abruptly. And yeah. at first, when she wrote it, it was just going to be a standalone book. And like, everybody was outraged like no what happens she felt compelled to kind of finish the story out and stuff I think it would have been better just as a standalone like it has an ambiguous ending I just I just felt like yeah I didn't understand like I understood a lot in the beginning but then once I started learning like what the giver was and like the receiver of memories then I was just like confused with all of that so like the second half I was like confused about but I also never read the actual book and I've never seen the movie so I've seen the movie obviously I have a couple different copies of the book but yeah I really do want to get the illustrated edition just to kind of see what's going on yeah anyways to type a few loose ends from Thanksgiving I wanted to share some responses that I got from our listeners about what they're most thankful for this year so I'm not gonna be saying any names a lot of people wanted to remain anonymous but that's fine um so the first person said the lessons that they've learned this year time with their loved ones, passion from everything beautiful, art, people, and um, college. Um, My husband, I've really been going through it this year and he's been incredibly supportive. Um, Being able to move in the middle of COVID after preparing for it for a long time. Um, Spending time on my personal growth away from all the social obligations that distracted me. Um, Having a job where I'm appreciated. Um, home and family and friends and the last one I'm thankful for my health at the moment and that I have a wonderful fiance I thought that was so sweet that's cute. yeah so cute. I thought that was really nice thank you guys so much for sending in those responses we're actually taking responses now for what your favorite book of 2020 is um, we're going to be sharing those in our next episode as we share our best and worst of 2020 so keep those responses coming in and we'll share all of those responses in our next episode Now let's jump straight into a plan of action for making and reaching your goals. Okay, so step number one, guys, you need to identify what your particular goals are. For some people, this will be easy. For others, it might be harder to kind of narrow down. Take as much time as you need coming up with your goals and tailor them to what you really want to achieve. This is not the time for comparison, you guys. I imagine that most bookish resolutions or goals revolve around an amount of reading, such as read X number of books or read more, but try and get creative with it. Such as read two books per month or read before bedtime or listen to more audiobooks. You can make goals focusing on things other than the amount of books you want to read too. Yeah, like try three classics or read an author's backlist or only read from my shelves. You can literally make one goal or many goals and get as creative as you'd like or keep it simple. Step number two is all about reaching your goals by setting yourself up for success. I suggest making a plan which you might stray from but at least you'll have a roadmap for how to get back on track. Here are some tips for helping you maintain your course. This is, I think this is like the number one thing that both you and I, because some people are just really afraid about it, but like, don't be afraid to DNF. Absolutely. And you know what? I I still, as many times as we have mentioned it on this podcast, people are still like, "Mm, I don't know. I feel bad. Why? Why? Some people, I guess, because they want to be like a completionist, like no matter what, but I only want to be a completionist in things that I'm actually like enjoying or would have like a really good end goal. But I feel like reading books that you're not really enjoying or you're not into, like 
I don't get satisfied at the end when I finish it and I still didn't like it. Right. I think there's a time to challenge yourself to push through and then there's a time to not because I think most of the people we're talking to are doing this as a hobby, as something for fun. And if you're not having fun, is it really a hobby or... Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I I, just do it once. You will feel so much freer. Just release the pressure, DNF that book. It doesn't have to be a permanent DNF either. It could be a temporary DNF, like you're just setting it aside to try something else. And then you can always go back to it. Yeah. Another tip is to integrate reading into your other hobbies. Like if you're doing a puzzle, you can turn on an audiobook. Or if you're taking a walk, listen to an audiobook, which I did take a really long walk today with my boss, which was really, really fun. But yeah, it's great. Like I used to do that before I had like somebody to walk with. I would listen to an audiobook and you're not even thinking then about like, ooh, I hate walking right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes your walk go so much better. <laughs> yeah. Then you can make it social. So join a book club or try a readathon, buddy reading with a friend or, you know, joining somebody for a book discussion. I'm a terrible buddy reader, um, but I think making it social for me is more like a social challenge. Like when we have mm-hmm. the team challenges in my book club, I am so focused on reading and I think it's because there's like a, you know, a really cool end goal. You don't want to like let your team members down. Um, so yeah, I like that. I, I do better with that, I should say, than like buddy reading. I'm like the worst buddy reader in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then read more and be on the internet less try like a social media detox. I know we've talked about that before in our reading more episode. Um, But yeah, those are all like things that you can do. Step number three is all about tracking your progress. We don't know if you're, you don't know if you're reading more if you don't have the information on how much you're reading already. So websites like Goodreads or Storygraph are great online tools to help you track your reading. You could also get like a reading journal or make reading spreads if you're into bullet journaling. I know you do that. I know Mm -hmm. I do that. Think about what information you want to track and see which tools fit your needs. So try out a different couple methods, see which one you like better. Bonus tip, if you belong to a book club or have a reading buddy, let them know your goals and help each other achieve them. So I figure yeah. like me and you share our goals. So like if you're slipping or something like that, I could be like, hey, Jacqueline, like, have you been working on your net galley Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't play another hour of Animal Crossing. <laughs> All right. So do you want to go ahead and hop into some of our goals? I figure let's just start with our reading goals. Um, So my goal is going to be 100 again. Um, I, well, I, I should say a couple years ago, I decided to do... I think like 60 and then I went above that. So then I went to 75 and I went above that. So then last year was the first time I did 100 and I went above that. But I feel like making a goal above 100 is just too unrealistic for me. So I'm just doing 100 again because I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hit the 100 this year. I'm like, I might be a couple behind. I'm not sure. Reading goal is 100 on Goodreads. My NetGalley goal for this year was to get to 100% and I'm almost there. And so I want to keep that 100% throughout the whole year of 2021. So like if I request books or get accepted or whatever, who knows months later, I want to like put those on my TBR as soon as I get accepted. So that way I can get back to 100 and I don't feel overwhelmed by you know, like 12 books coming in and like me keep putting them off and putting them off. Um, I'm like a numbers type of person. So I wonder, do you think that that will limit you the number of books that you request? Or do you think you're just going to go crazy and set these crazy TBRs? 
No, I already like do limit what I request on NetGalley. Um, I usually only request things that I are like my most anticipated books. Okay, cool. So I, or if I already know that there's a book that I'm definitely going to read and then it becomes like a read now or something like that, then I'll request it because I'm like, oh, well, I'm already going to read it. So I'll just go ahead and put like a review up on NetGalley for it. Um, but no, I'm like very particular and I usually only request books that I've like heard about that are like pretty popular. I'm not going to request because when I've tried to do like more indie type books, I guess, um, then it's like harder for me to get those like read and reviewed and mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't know, I guess it's worth it for the indie authors. I don't know. I mean, I, I do reviews on Goodreads too, so I'm not sure, but yeah. I did start getting into nonfiction memoirs at the end of this year. So in 2021, I do want to read more of those, like kind of start broadening out. Cause I usually say, oh, well, I read like thrillers and romance but now I definitely know that I like the nonfiction memoirs and I also want to get more into um like horror and make sure I'm reading like diverse reads as well um because before it was just like oh I only like thrillers like so that's all I'm gonna like pay attention to I want to pay attention to more books this time um and then just keeping up with my arcs better because yeah. even my print arcs like I got behind this fall just with everything going on um and so I definitely want to make sure that I track of those. I think it'll be better since I'm not making like a monthly TBR of like all the books I have to read. I think it'll be better if I'm just like, okay, maybe here's a NetGalley book and here's an ARC. And like, those are the ones that I absolutely have to read. And then I can just do whatever I need with the other books and I'll feel better. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. So I always set my Goodreads reading goal. Like I want to read 52 books a year. And I do that because like before I was a teacher. So thinking like, okay, four books in a month, you know, one book per week, I can Mm -hmm. make that happen. Um, So it just has always seemed manageable to me, even if life does get crazy. Like if I get thrown through a loop and I only read like three or four books like I did last month Mm, um then I don't feel like too set behind like setting a big number so um I also always try to read every night before bed I'm not too strict with it like if I'm extremely tired I'm going to bed Mm -hmm. but most times I'll read before bed and I recently started reading a couple of thrillers this year kind of like you with memoirs I kind of have started that as well thanks to you but I kind of started reading a few more horror and I started dabbling in different types of horror and trying to find like my footing if you will in the genre so Mm -hmm. I want to definitely explore that more and see what um, sub genres I enjoy so yeah what's your next goal you got going on um so I'm I'm doing like a YouTube goal since I definitely want to focus on because I have two channels I have like a main channel and then I have the book channel for my book channel I want to like my goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers this year and then for my main channel I want to hit 15,000 subscribers and I know like it's kind of stupid sometimes to make like a subscriber goal because it's not like you can like go and like make people you know I I don't know it's like it's kind of like very hands-off but in my head I'm like okay I'm gonna make better content and be more engaging right Mm -hmm. to draw in more people and so I want to do a little bit better with like researching maybe like more viral topics to talk about like that's a lot of times how people's channels go viral is because they're doing something that's like really popular so I want to do that but also I want to try and collab a little bit 
again with some creators because I know this second half of the year I just was way too busy and I could hardly get my own content up let alone like think about collabing with other people <laughs> and like you know that type of thing but I do want to um you know really collab with my friends I mean like I do with you but like collab with like other friends on mm -hmm. booktube or instagram or whatever it would be um and then I, I hardly participated in any like booktube readathons this year I was just way too busy so I want to try and participate in maybe a couple um but that's yeah that's yeah, it I, I mean I I'm just doing are... the same thing actually like the spoiler vlogs reading vlogs and then secret tbrs I really yeah. don't have many it's so funny because like I think at the beginning of the year you were all about like oh secret tbrs are so ugh. and now you're mm -hmm. like oh I love secret tbrs because <laughs> they're just yeah, fine I, I think because it's, it's because... like a surprise for the viewer and, you know, yeah. you always know what you're doing. You always know what your plans are. So it's not like a secret to you, obviously. But it's kind of like when you do monthly TBRs or I found myself, I would always be, like, disappointed, like, if I didn't mm -hmm. read the books I was telling them. But I feel like with secret TBRs, it's like I am reading three books, but it's kind of like, you know, there's a theme to it. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems more fun to me. I think it's because I like to do my own thing and at the beginning of the year that's when secret TBRs were becoming like really popular and I feel like um, Kayla like from Books and Lala kind of like coined a lot of the secret TBRs and so then everyone started like following in her footsteps and doing those and I am not a follower. <laughs> um, I like to have like my own creative ideas and so I didn't want to like it just turned me off at the moment to be like oh I'm gonna do what everyone else is doing and just all yeah. of a sudden secret TBRs are taking over. I feel like two. this is a whole discussion that we could have like <laughs> in a totally different episode oh my gosh yeah. but like honestly though like I feel I've been on booktube forever I'm like one of the ancient ones and I still don't feel like my subscribers or are where I want it to be just because mm -hmm. like I haven't I've always been divided like I have a blog I have YouTube I mm -hmm. worked full-time I do Instagram and I used to have like another channel as well for my teacher stuff and another teacher Instagram and then I used to have like I just had like so much going on but like ever since I stopped doing all of that other stuff and started focusing more on my booktube channel I was able to get a little bit more creative even though I feel like everything's been done I feel like sometimes to come up with a creative idea you literally have to speak nothing about it mm -hmm. until you are ready to release it to the world yeah. for example my year-long project that I just released mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the month I came up with this idea last December and I said nothing to anybody I didn't mm -hmm. talk to my husband about it I didn't talk to my best friends about it I didn't talk to anybody on booktube about it yeah. I just went for it and it's my flashback reading vlog series where basically I was doing and recording reading vlogs because I knew reading vlogs were very very kind of hit a spike in 2020 I feel like yeah they were spiking at the end of 2019 and I thought this is something that people really like mm -hmm. I'll just do a reading vlog every single month mm -hmm. now who knew that COVID was gonna pop right. his little head in and be like hey <laughs> guess what I wasn't expecting that and you can really tell like January February I'm all happy I'm talking about like going out and doing things <laughs> and then March I'm like Hey guys, I'm stuck at my house. <laughs> but like that project took obviously a lot of planning. 
Mm-hmm. And then it took me a year to do. So projects yeah. like that take longer. And I think that because we do have so many other hobbies, it's kind of hard to narrow down these like secret TBRs. I don't like calling them secret TBRs. I call them projects because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to me when you're doing something like that. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you can do like different ones compared to like what other people do. But like you said, like eventually all of the ideas get reused and taken and stuff like that anyway. Um but it's just nice sometimes to like not fall into the exact same p- pattern as everyone just because that, that like that's popular. All right, I'm about but to spill some tea. Here's my thing. Yeah. This oh, this is something I love and hate about BookTube. I love that we can all do the same video. Mm-hmm. You know, like one that I think has been really popular is reading another BookTuber's favorite books. Yeah. You know, but how everybody handles it and does it a little bit differently mm-hmm. and how I feel like every time I watch one of those videos, like you've done me, I've done you, like you've done other people, I've done other people. Like, I feel like every video is different and I like how everybody can put their own spin on it, you know, mm-hmm. but what I don't like about booktube is no one i feel like ever gives credit for an original idea i feel like you know vlogmas like if i asked 10 people who came up with vlogmas nobody would know where vlogmas came from Mm -hmm. and it's just sad because i feel like you know especially as the book community we're all about you know not plagiarizing and giving credit where credit is due and quoting people correctly and like, you know, we're these scholars or whatever. Like, I feel like we don't give enough credit. And so it really just kind of frustrates me when I'm not saying you have to go out and be like, I'm doing a, you know, I'm reading someone's favorite books and oh, this idea came from whatever. But I mean, if you see an idea somewhere and then you go to do it, like say, I saw this idea on Jacqueline's channel. I saw this idea on Gwen's channel or Billy's or Bobby's or whatever. I feel like they do that, like, like they always credit for tags. Right. But I feel like some other creative ideas then people don't give credit for. Because I even think that, and a lot of these do come from like Kayla because she is like super creative. And I, I think that she was the original one that did the I'm reading a booktuber's favorites because she yeah. actually did. I'm I'm reading booktuber's favorites, yeah, you know, yeah. and that and, was like I two mean, years ago. I but think. it doesn't even have to be that. Like maybe the person that makes the video doesn't even watch Kayla's channel. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe they watch Heather's channel, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Heather is where they saw the idea from. They should say, "Oh, I saw this over on Heather's channel." Especially if you see something from like a smaller creator, I feel like you should kind of shout them out a little bit more. Because well, like, and that is the problem is that like when you're a smaller creator, less people are seeing it, and so then if you're a larger creator, you are kind of like like they might have both made original content, but the larger creator is right. going to. Like they're like that's going to be shared more if that makes sense. Right. Like they're going to remember saying, that that if came. If someone explicitly does come up with an idea or says, "Hey, I want to do that," and they saw it on a mm-hmm. different smaller creator's channel, yeah, mention the smaller creator, you know, because like, <laughs> right? I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. I could get into like a whole thing talking about right. book too. Maybe we'll just Which, have to I mean, make that an episode. <laughs> I should like that's actually a really good goal though. Like when I talk about I, oh, I want to collab with more people. I think that a lot of times YouTubers goals are to collab with the big YouTubers but I think that I mean I'm not like big but I'm not like super tiny either but I think that I should make my goal to to collab with these smaller YouTubers like I think that that should be 
not just like, oh, I want to collab with, you know, the people that are like the biggest on booktube. I think that I should just use what I have and try and help out those smaller creators because I know that that's what I would have wanted being, you know, someone that just started or someone that only has a thousand or, you know, something like that. So yeah, I think I tend to watch smaller YouTubers more now than I used to. I used Mm -hmm. to watch big ones, like maybe they started off smaller and then they just got bigger and now they're the bigger YouTube. I don't know. Let's move on. I'm sorry. Okay. My next goal. Yeah. What's your goal? (laughs) (laughs) My next goal is all about the podcast. So I definitely want to do more buddy reads and book Mm -hmm. discussions. The goal is for 2021 is to have at least four. I'd also like to start inviting guests onto the podcast which yeah, I have I can't a few names in mind yeah. but I'll keep those a secret of course Jacqueline and I know but like I <laughs> don't want to spill the beans for now and of course increase listenership and um, grow the Instagram for the podcast so if you mm-hmm. don't know we have an Instagram hop over there follow us you guys should send us a message or email us if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast yes, because absolutely. we can keep a list of names going yeah, definitely. But I really enjoyed our ghost discussion, just being mm-hmm. able to deep dive into that book. And I can't wait to do our next one. And I can't wait to have like people join us on the podcast. I think yeah. it will be so fun. So yeah, that hop over to our fun. Instagram, send us a message to our email, however you can get the message to us. Let us know you want to be on and we'll put you on the list. Personal goals. Um, I, I, okay, love, I love New Year's resolutions, but This year, I want to make one big resolution instead of the million different tiny ones like, oh, I want to drink water more and all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to get my thyroid checked out because I have been thinking that I have a thyroid problem for the last couple years. Um, I went to a fertility doctor last August, so over a year ago, and like they didn't want to check my thyroid or anything like that. Um, Cause if you guys don't know, like I struggle with infertility. I talk about that on my main channel. I talk about my weight on my main channel. Um, and so all of that I feel like can come down to a thyroid problem. So my goal is to go and pay money <laughs> to actually go get tested and figure that out because that would be great for my health and like just so many future things. Um, and then also just like my book club, I I put in so much time and effort to my book club and it's a huge part of my life and it's one of like my most favorite things about my life. <laughs> and I want to just like keep that momentum going. Like I, I mean, it's not really a goal, but like obviously I feel like I don't even have to make the book club a goal because I enjoy it so so much like it doesn't feel like work to me when we are like brainstorming new projects like it's the only thing I want to do in my day like it's it's just that is how great it is and my friends in in the book club are just my closest friends and so I'm just like so excited because we put out so many new things for the new year for 2021 it's like the most exciting part of the year is like (laughs) opening up all these new things for the new year and all of the members getting so excited about it and I'm just like like I'm just in awe because I started that group it was it's just a Facebook group like out of nothing out of literally nothing and it it has become book club of one (laughs) yeah book club of one of me and to think that it's been a little bit over three years and to just see yeah to see how it is so I mean just my goal is obviously just continuing it like keeping it real raw fun 
yeah so yeah i'm i love it and i'm thankful for all of like every single human being on my leadership team that helps me run it because i would not be able to do it by myself like it is there's so much detail in it and i'm just thankful that i have so many ladies that want to work for free for me (laughs) (laughs) thank you for your free employment (laughs) so as far as personal goals for myself um I'll share my social media goals first, I guess, and that's to continue growing organically and naturally and honing in on making videos that I enjoy making and that my viewers like watching. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the perfect balance. You know, yeah. you got to like like what you're filming and editing because it takes a while, mm-hmm. but you also want your viewers to be really excited about it. So yeah. finding that balance, still doing it six years later. <laughs> um, so um, I want to gain a thousand subscribers. I think that's... Mm-hmm. Not too big of a goal. But like you, you said, it. it feels yeah, weird putting it. a number yeah. on it, saying like, I want a thousand more people to watch my channel. It's not that. Right. It's not and the number. The yeah. It's the, I want my channel to be a place where people want to come mm-hmm. back on a regular basis mm-hmm. and chill with me, read books, talk about books, laugh yeah. with me, cry with me, things like that. I'm building my friendship circle, if you will. I want yeah. it to increase by a thousand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or more right, like, you know, right. but that's, I mean, it's hard. But anyway, so same thing with my Instagram. Um, I don't think I'll ever crack the code on the algorithm. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. Um, I also joined the book club this year and it's been amazing. Like, I don't know, like, I know I was kind of being like told I should have joined it way before I did. <laughs> But like, I literally think I joined it at the perfect time. When I joined it, I joined into a team event. And that was like super, super fun. And this is an example, though, of, okay, I know that so many people don't, like when I say I have a book club, they just think it's a normal, regular book club. But that is not me. You know that. Right. And so that's why I love that my book club is different than anybody else's book club. No one has an online book club like me. And so that's why it's so hard for me to do the things that everyone else is doing because I like right. having being that different. like, you are that being different proud person. of myself. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also just because I've always been different. Like I come from a big family. I've been homeschooled my whole life. Like we just always thought to like think outside the box. And so that's why like people don't believe me that my book club is different because they've never seen it like that before. Yeah. It's and like, totally I know that you didn't realize. There's yeah. so many different events you can do it's just great I just love it I've had the opportunity to work with the leadership within the club and I've started organizing events and such and I'd like to not only continue doing that but get to know the club members more Mm -hmm. Um, this month I'm about to talk about it a little bit but we're doing an event and I feel like I am getting to know like more members on a Mm -hmm. personal basis and that's what it's all about it's making those connections for me like just back to my YouTube when I said I want to gain a thousand subscribers it's not I just want a thousand random people to start watching my right. video. Like I want people that talk to me on a consistent that basis that comment. like want to know what are you reading next? Hey, let's buddy read this together. Oh my gosh, you hated that book. Oh my God. So did I, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And I feel like I'm getting to know people in the book club like that. And I just, 
Mm-hmm. Love it. So yeah. shout out to the book club. Um, <laughs> as far as real life, non-internet personal goals, I have some things that I want to do around the house. Projects I'd like to tackle. Of course, mm-hmm. they've been on my list for a while, so <laughs> don't know if it will actually happen. But I would also like to continue to cook more, um, which might seem odd as a vegetarian and former teacher. Um, but I have been all about the quick and easy options for so long. Um, but I've been getting better at this already. But I'd like to continue to get even better. I have Jacqueline to thank for that. I have been cooking up a storm in the summer. You have. You've been, been making great. so many sourdough recipes. I'm so I'm jealous. Like, I'm like sourdough muffins, sourdough pancakes, sourdough bread. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so I love great. It I did brownies. I tried to make brownies. Yeah. Um, I also made um, fettuccine Alfredo the Ooh. other night. I, like I did it with chicken for my husband. You that know, cook that separately so and stuff like that. I but love like, Alfredo. And then of course I used all the mushrooms. And then he had like leftovers last night. He was like, the mushrooms really made it. I'm like, no, we ate all the mushrooms. So, <laughs> so anyway, oh so there you have it. Our goals for 2021. Now, Jacqueline, Christmas is rapidly approaching. Yes. So I want to talk about like between here and there because like this is the episode in between now when we and talk like to them years. again christmas will be over yeah ooh, that's so crazy. we only have one more episode in 2021 so between now and then mm-hmm. what do you got going on so uh we're not going to visit anybody we'd like to stay home for christmas which is great um moved into the new house which i mean this is a new background <laughs> so Yay, i kept this wall switch. open <laughs> yeah look at that light switch it's beautiful look i but, have one too <laughs> this is when i hit 100 thousands of uh, subscribers on no matter which YouTube channel it is, one of them. It's going to go right here. My little plaque. I already have space for it. Uh, but no, I want to make this into like like a gallery wall type of nice. thing. I feel like that would be really cool because I'm going to be doing like Zoom calls here or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, that's ugly right now. But, you know, that's way in the future. That's way in the future. I think we have like the same color walls. Do we? Yeah, they're like, they're kind of like, like yellow vanilla. cream. Like a vanilla? It looks... It looks way whiter on here. It's actually a lot more yellow than that. Yeah, mine is a lot more yellow too. Oh, okay. Then yeah. I mean, it's ugly. it's not the color I choose, but we I like it. It's we'll like paint it in the future. Plain enough. It's, it's plain like enough. My for me. old house, like the house I just moved from, was this color before we painted it the white. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So like, I like white better <laughs> but yeah that'll be a little gallery wall but anyway I have my uh, keyboard set up right here nice. next to me so I want to get back into practicing piano because I I played piano my whole life wow. until as an adult so I want to like <laughs> get back into it um I want to figure out a schedule for my YouTube channels and get back to like recording and and well not recording uh filming and editing like putting them up on a weekly basis I want to even though like we pretty much set up the whole house there's still some things I want to organize like I want to film a pantry organization so that's on my list to do in December I want to play some Animal Crossing I want to read the rest of my books that I need to read um but because I don't work this month so this is like the perfect time for me to like get all my hobbies in relax still have a good time with my book club we have a um like zoom call planned on friday where we're literally like going through and planning like our 2021 like goodreads shelves and talking about anticipated reads and i might start setting up my new bullet journal for 2021 like i just love this time of year because i love getting things organized and set up for 
like the new year. Like I just yeah. love organizing. It's like a like fresh my new start. Ever. Yeah. So, so that's great. like what is on my agenda. Well, my early agenda today, I'm gonna try to make those bourbon balls. Mm-hmm. I'm making so those you sent this, me the uh, recipe. Weekend. So yeah. you sent me the recipe, and it's so easy. It I'm is like, really easy. Wow, I can do this. It's, it's, it's like a so, '90s recipe. <laughs> they're all easy. I love it. So I sent my husband into the liquor store to get the bourbon, and he mm-hmm. comes out with not one, not two, but like three <laughs> bottles of bourbon. And I'm like, oh it calls for a fourth of a cup. <laughs> and he's like, Well, that would have been helpful. <laughs> So now we have some for sipping, and we're going to give a bottle to our neighbor and, like, some for cooking or whatever. But, yeah, I'm really excited about that. So I'm hoping to make those today, actually. And then, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned briefly earlier, I'm in the midst of a TBR challenge in the book club. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it is so much fun, and I'm a team leader for the very first time. Woo! So exciting. And there's like, how many teams are there? There's like a uh, lot of teams. 12, More than 12. 11 or 12, I think. Yeah, there's like a lot of teams. And I'm one of the team leaders. And I just have my team of 14 other people. So it's me and 14 other people, 15 total. And like, obviously, you get to know some people more than others. Like, there's quieter people, and that's mm-hmm. okay too, and stuff like that. But just like, you're kind of forced to like meet these people and hear from them on a daily basis and stuff yeah. but they're just so sweet and so nice and I just love them all like so much they're just like making it's like I'm making 14 new like best friends you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it's just mm-hmm. it's really really fun so love that it I'm is also fun. representing Hello Lovely for the next six months which I'm super excited for because it's a company that I've always really really liked mm-hmm. I like supporting small businesses and this one is like totally up the alley for like book lovers yeah. um, they have book boxes clothing drinkware candles tote bag stickers pretty much anything like they have so many new things coming to that I'm privy to that I'm not even allowed to say um <laughs> <laughs> but they have like so much cool stuff and like it makes great gifts it's great for yourself like oh I don't know it's just so much great stuff um and I have a discount code for that we'll put all that in the notes of today's episode um it doesn't apply to subscriptions but trust me they have like so many other things you're gonna want um so yeah I'm just really excited to be doing that, working in the book club, mm-hmm. baking and making fun things. So exciting. Yeah. I know. I need to start mm-hmm. baking all the Christmas cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode all about making and reaching your New Year's reading resolutions. In our next episode, we'll be sharing the best and worst books of 2020. <laughs> If you'd like to share your list with us, email us at talkbookishpodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at talkbookishpodcast. Maybe we can share some of those responses. And remember, there's also a voice message feature built into the Anchor app that allows you to leave us messages right from your phone. And we'd love to start incorporating those messages into the podcast. Yes, I think that would be so much fun. Our next episode is scheduled for December 28th, which is, of course, after Christmas. So from both of us, Merry Early Christmas. Um, to all of you if you enjoyed today's episode help us reach our goal by sharing it with your friends and consider subscribing or favoriting the podcast so you don't miss any of our amazing content one more this year lots to come in the new year until next time happy reading happy reading